Hello and welcome to the Help With My Visa podcast. I'm your host, Gareth Richards, and today we're going to be talking international money transfers with Paul Harris from Smart Currency Exchange. Paul, welcome to the show. Hi, nice to be here. Now, you're going to talk us through your top five tips for getting the most out of making uh, big international currency deals. But before we sort of jump into that, can you maybe give us a flavor of Smart Currency Exchange? What, 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 what's the company all about? Okay, yeah. Um, so as a, as a business, Smart Currency, we've been operating for around 15 years now. Uh, we started in the end of 2004. Uh, we've helped over 40,000 people uh, in, in various different situations to transfer money uh, either in or out of the UK or, or other countries as well. So we really help with a full round service of um, helping people move money and make sure that if they are budgeting for something uh, to keep the costs as, as manageable as possible. Uh, we've helped, like I said, over 40,000 people in, in very similar situations to, to the people that will be listening now. Uh, and and we, we pride ourselves on the service that we offer as well. So we're, we're very proud to be n- number one in four different areas on the website Trustpilot uh, in money transfers uh, and, for, and currency exchange being the two obviously main, main ones for us in that field as well. So uh, we're really here to support you along the journey uh, and make sure that, uh, that your costs are, are managed as much as possible. Okay, excellent. So what, what would a typical customer look like for Smart Currency Exchange? I'm assuming it's not, it's not the kind of person who is sort of nipping to buy a few euros at the airport. It's a, it's a slightly different clientele, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, we don't operate in the, in the, cash, in the cash industry and uh, it's purely bank-to-bank transfers. Our typical client could be anybody, uh, anybody that needs to transfer money overseas, either in or out of a country or in or out of a currency. So currencies could be held in the same country at the same time. As long as there's a currency exchange, that's, that's where we can assist and, and make sure that we're offering the best service. Okay, so it, maybe things like um, international students who, who are going to another country to study... They need to make big, big transfers for course fees, um, people investing in businesses and property. It's, this, this is the kind of person that you, you, would typically, you would typically work with. Absolutely, yeah. So our, our main area is property, but we do help a number of uh, international students, uh, international investors and people that are immigrating as well. And it's, it's not just the large transfers that we, that we help you with. Uh, there are there are often follow-on transfers that are a little bit smaller uh, that we can also help you with as well. So it's not just the big trades that we're looking for for, to help you out with. Uh, We look to support you through, through your entire journey. Okay. So that, that must mean that it's, it it is actually super important to make sure that you've got the best approach and the best, you you know how to approach transferring this, 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 this type of money, because I guess even just the, the smallest difference in, in currency exchange rates could have a very big impact on, on, on the end result, right? Absolutely. Yeah. If you're looking at a, a large transfer, certainly if it's a property purchase emigration, or even if you are coming over as an international student with a, with a large sum of money, the smallest of difference in the market can, can have a big impact on, on how much we can achieve for you. Excellent. So it, uh, it really does pay to, to sort of work with experts like yourself to, to make sure that you're getting the right deal. Okay. Absolutely. Yes. Great. So you've got five top tips and I find with these kind of things, it's usually best to start at the beginning. So tip number one, um, how, how, how do we get started to make sure we're getting the best out of our, our big currency, um, currency exchanges? 
Okay, so top tip number one is, is understanding a budget. Um, so that could be a budget that you have uh, to spend on a property. It could be an amount of money that you are bringing into the UK or bringing into another country. Could be often be life savings that, uh, that you have that you are looking to transfer into another country. So really understanding how much and how far that budget can go uh, is, is vital. Uh, and that's where, that, that's where forward planning and actually understanding lots of different aspects to, to, to the process can really, uh, can really come into play. And, and, and doing it nice and early and understanding your budget early it is our first big tip and that's going to that's going to help you in the long run uh, and really help you set up uh, the best possible outcome great so w w when you're budgeting would you would you advise people to budget in in their home currency or in, in the currency that they're transferring into or is it a bit of both it is a little bit of both uh, it depends on the requirement that you have so if, it, if we're talking about property uh, then you might you will agree a price in in a different current in a different currency once that price is agreed that price is fixed uh, what will change is the amount that will be coming out of your bank account in the in your in your country so you could agree say for example you're buying a property in Europe uh, you would agree a price in euros that price will be fixed but what will always change is is, is how much will be coming out of your your bank account in your country uh, similarly with with an emigration um, you may not be investing or, or buying a property you might just want to be moving the money over Again, you could have an idea that you want to end up with X amount in that country, um, and then we can then help you uh, understand how far what you have in your country can go. So depending on which currency you have, we can help you see if it's realistic and obviously put into place uh, potential plans for you as well, if, if it's possible. Okay, cool. So that, that, that's really good to kick us off. So uh, number two. Number two, uh, always look to protect against market risk. And it it, it, it does actually link quite closely into point one. Um, a lot of these will be quite closely linked, uh, but market risk is the biggest risk uh, associated with currency, obviously. So the market will only ever go in one of two ways. That will either be up or down. Uh, and it doesn't matter who you speak to. Uh, nobody can actually tell you what's going to happen from one day to the next. Um, we have lots of things that, that can happen in, in the world. Obviously, um, the, the recent pandemic has had a huge impact on currency markets, and we've seen some real depreciation in, in various currencies, the, the pound being one of those, obviously. So really understanding the risk uh, that's associated can, again, have a big impact on, on how much you will end up with or how much things will cost. Okay, this, this might be jumping the gun into some of the other top tips, but are, are there ways that people can, can sort of manage this risk? Yes, absolutely. Um, that actually does, does lead on to point three. So I'll, I'll sort of segue into that one a little bit as well. So point three would be to, I mean, our big tip is to work with the specialists to come up with a solution. Um, now a solution could be anything. It could be a forward contract. We could look to be, we could look to target markets for you or various different small hedging strategies just to make sure that you're protected as much as possible along the way. Right. So when you say things like forward contract, hedging strategies, this, this sort of, in my mind, I'm thinking sort of market city traders, right? You know, I'm thinking people who buy and sell for a living. Is, is that what we're talking about here? Or can you maybe elaborate? What do you mean by forward contracts? Absolutely, yeah. Um, uh, it's not quite the glitz and glam uh, that you see on, on the films like Wolf of Wall Street, unfortunately. It would be a lot of fun if we were doing some of those things, but it's, uh, <laughs> it's much more simple than that. Uh, a forward contract is, is, is our best way of protecting a cost. 
So uh, if you are looking, again, if I, re I relate it to, to potentially your property or potentially if you're looking to achieve a certain amount of money over in, in, the, current, in the country you're moving to, uh, you can, we can fix an exchange rate for you. So if you're not planning to move or buy for a certain amount of time, uh, we can fix today's exchange rate uh, and you don't have to pay for the full contract until you go. The way it works is very simple. Uh, we would just take a, between a 5 and 10% deposit uh, and then at the end of the contract, you would just pay the balance. So it's not a fee, uh, but it just protects you. So if we do have uh, another unfortunate event in the world where the rates were to, to drop, you are protected uh, and your rate, that rate is guaranteed. So it's a really popular product uh, with someone that is looking to uh, either invest or, or move overseas just so they have peace of mind that, uh, that the amount that we've agreed is, is guaranteed and they know how, exactly how much is going to end up in, in the country that they're sending money to. Right, got you. So if, if we're going back to your, your first point about, you know, if you were buying a property and you knew it was half a million euros, you could then fix in an exchange rate today so you know exactly how much that's going to cost you in, say, British pounds, no matter what happens with the exchange rate, um, you know, weeks or even months in the future. That, is, that, is that how it works? That's exactly how it works, yeah. And that's why it's such a popular product mm. um, because... You, you will have agreed a price, if we're, if we're looking at investment or a property, you will have agreed a price in a different currency and that price is then fixed. Uh, and like I said earlier, the, the price that will always change is the, is the currency that you hold at the moment. So you could be lucky if you waited and, uh, and benefit from a, from a better exchange rate. But we, one thing we always, is, always say is that if you are, the, the fear of losing out on money is, is much better than the reward of, of gaining a little bit extra in the market. So it does just give you complete peace of mind. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and you also mentioned hedging, which is, um, is slightly different. Can you, can you yeah. elaborate on that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so again, it, it works very similarly. Uh, so we have, we have certain clients that, uh, that will be moving overseas. They, they may want to just move part of the money. Uh, and fix part of the money at a certain exchange rate. And that's absolutely fine. Uh, just Again, it just gives them a bit of peace of mind that some of the budget and some of their money is protected at a certain exchange rate. Like I said, we, we don't know if the market's going to go up or down. Uh, obviously, if we hedge part of the money and the, the markets were to move up, then we can, we can then fix again for the remainder of the money at, at, a, at a different rate. Uh, one thing to say there is if you've hedged part of the money, obviously that, that part is fixed in. Uh, but it does give you a little bit more flexibility, but obviously it does come with slight more risk. Mm, okay, so it, 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 it's all about managing that risk and giving, giving peace of mind, as you said, and, and assurance that, that that's the money that I need, to, that's the money that I'm going to pay. That's what it's going to cost me, and that's what I'm going to get on the other side. There's going to be no sort of horrible, um, horrible surprises if a, if a currency suddenly, suddenly tanks. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, that's, that's exactly right. It's, it's purely a peace of mind, um, peace of mind piece for everyone. Uh, there, it just gives you full, full security that, uh, that, that things aren't going to cost more and there won't be any nasty surprises around the corner. Cool. All right. So well, by my maths, I think we're now on the top tip number four. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. Number four now. Uh, and this is, uh, this is quite a broad one, but it's, uh, it's, it's to not predict the markets or, and to take, uh, be wary, I think is the right word, be wary of any forecasts that you might read. So uh, obviously being, I've been in this industry for around 10 years now, and we see 
lots of different forecasts from lots of different areas. So the big banks will forecast, the other exchange houses will forecast. Uh, and one thing you'd notice if you read three or four of them is they're often completely different. Uh, so there is very, there's very rarely uh, a common theme with, uh, w with those forecasts. So it's always to be a bit wary. Try not to predict things too much. Um, we are, well, we'd like to say we're the, the experts in the, in the market. We're, we're looking at the markets all day, every day. Uh, and we've been working on them, obviously, like myself, being on there, we're working on them for 10 years. And it doesn't matter how long you work in the industry, you still can't tell what's going to happen from one second to the other. And, and that's similar with forecasts. So if you are reading those, great. Uh, it does, they can give you some real good insight. But often it will be a person that may be working at the bank, might be a very small team. It might just be one person working on their own on the forecast. And it's just their opinion. Uh, we have some major things happening in the world at the moment with uh, coronavirus and Brexit being a big one. Mm. Depending on the, that, that person's or that analyst's outlook on Brexit, you could see very different opinions on, on what's going to happen with the markets. And similarly with US dollars, uh, it could be someone's opinion of uh, either a Democrat uh, or, or um or, or, or uh, <laughs> the other one. <laughs> the other one, yeah. Sorry, the other one. Uh, so it could, it could be it could be just a difference in in their political views where they based uh, uh, they based their opinion on, uh, and you could see very different readings on that. Right, right. So there's there seems to be quite a lot of potential for bias to creep into some of these forecasts as well. So okay, that's that's really interesting. Yeah, yeah. So it's that that would be the top tip is try not to predict or. Or, or read too much into to everything you see online. Yeah, yeah, because I guess there's that there's that sort of old old saying, isn't there? That um, you know, if we could predict the future, why, why would we be sitting here doing what we're doing, right? Um, yeah, absolutely. It was it's 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 quite a common line that you hear of across across all trading floors is that if we knew the future, we'd all be sitting on a beach somewhere. We wouldn't be on the phone to, on the phone to people because we would, have, we would have made the money a long time ago. So yeah, it's, 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 it's impossible to predict exactly what will happen. Mm. Okay, cool. And uh, rounding off, top tip number five. Top tip number five is a very simple one. Don't use the bank. Um, <laughs> so, um, and it's not just because, uh, because we, we work in a, obviously I work in the same industry and, and our banks are, are our competitors. Uh, in, in reality, the banks aren't really our competitors at all. Um, the banks, you won't get the same, the same level of service. Uh, and most importantly, uh, we try not to talk about it too much here, but uh, you won't get these, this, the same level of service or exchange rate. Mm. Uh, the banks won't be very clear on, uh, on the exchange rates you'll be getting. You will sometimes, depending on your bank, get a great service, uh, but often the exchange rate won't match that. Uh, and that's where uh, we can help you out and, and really get inside uh, those exchange rates for you and make sure that, again, your costs are more manageable and, and you end up with more in the, in the destination currency. So a very simple top tip number five, but it's uh, an important one. Do not use the banks. Okay, I'll have to, I'll have to bear that in mind. I, I, I know exactly what you're talking about, having done um, a lot of foreign currency transactions between Euro bank accounts and, and sort of British pound bank accounts with my own business and trying to just trying just to, to, to find out what the spot rate is today, what today's exchange rate, it's really, really hard. And it's not like you can just pick up the phone and call somebody, as you say. Exactly right. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's it, depending on the person you speak to, like I said, you might get a great service, but it, there are always those slight gray areas with, with what you'll be achieving as an exchange rate uh, and, uh, and how much you will actually end up with when you've, when you've transferred the money. Hmm. Okay, wonderful. Well, this, this has been super insightful speaking to you and I'm sure that um, everybody listening will, uh, will take your five 
top tips on board, particularly if they're going to be making a big um, international money transfer anytime soon in the future. Um, so just once again, if, if people wanted to get in touch with you at Smart Currency Exchange, what's the best way for them to, to contact you? Uh, so you can go straight to the website. Uh, so it's www.smartcurrencyexchange.com. Uh, alternatively, uh, you can email me directly. Uh, it's paul.harris at smartcurrencyexchange.com. Um, so, and, that, and then we can, we can help you out straight from there. So if you go straight to the website, we have an inquiry form or a registration form. Um, if you fill out the registration form, it doesn't hold you to anything. It just puts you straight in, in contact with one of our traders uh, or, or onboarders and they will be able to service everything. And if you get in contact with me directly, I can, I can make sure everything is, is, is put in place for you. Wonderful. Putting your money where your mouth is about a personal service. I love it. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Paul, thank you so much uh, for joining us today and um, good luck with, um, with, with, with the business and with uh, the rest of the year. Thanks very much. And to keep up to date with the latest episodes, please do like and subscribe from wherever you get your podcasts. But until the next time, safe travels.